0: Mindset Athlete Podcast and I'm your host James Roberts. I'm a two-time Paralympian and owner of James Robert Fitness which is an online training nutrition and mindset coaching business. First of all I'd like to thank Lauren Williams for suggesting this quote to the show. An athlete is a mindset, it's how you prepare, think and execute. Not because of some elite status or physical stature. Anybody can be an athlete. By Chris Harth. And each week on the Mindset Athlete, we like to bring you, inspirational athletes, a message or experts talking about human optimization to teach you how to change your perception of your mindset and become 1% better. And on today's show, I've got Anna Bleece. Anna is a ambassador for RGK and is also in the GB Wheelchair Basketball Academy. So welcome onto the show, Anna thanks for having me oh the pleasure is all mine so first off the bat and my first question to you is how has lockdown been for you as an up-and-coming athlete
1: um well at first it was just a shock like to the system and everyone's routine and I think it more affected me mentally when it first started so I sort of like pushed out of my mind, and I didn't really want to think about basketball because I knew that if I thought about it a lot I'd just get like even more I just miss it even more so what I started doing is I started doing a lot of indoor workouts and pushes around you know around my house and up and down you know going everywhere and um, now I think now that lockdown's like sort of calming down it's easier to think about basketball and because we know that hopefully I'll be back soon it's a lot easier and the main thing that's been getting me through is just speaking with everyone who I'd originally be with so I've been doing a lot of online workouts with some of the teammates and not only is it like good for me physically and mentally but it's just so much fun like keeping up with you know everyone and making sure we all stay in touch so that's been the best part about it for me but Otherwise, you know, it's just been like everyone else would have found it just difficult and um, a bit
0: strange. Do you you think it will, obviously this is a difficult question to answer, could tell your development a little bit in the sport?
1: You mean like affect how I play?
0: Not necessarily because that would affect everybody. The actual shooting, passing shouldn't have an issue. That should be all right. But do you think it's, slowed up your progress on on the kind of journey you have already got to to this point
1: i think it's difficult to, to say on that one because because of everything that was that was going on i was supposed to be doing exams and i was supposed to be i was on the long list for tokyo um so i didn't really know where i stood in the first place but When lockdown came, it was, I I don't suppose anyone knew where they stood. So I think going back is going to be even more complicated. But I suppose with everything being pushed back a year, that that's giving the sport time to adjust and everyone to get back where they were. So I'm I'm glad that that's going to happen.
0: And has it been hard adjusting to training in the house versus obviously because I, I, I'm i a teammate of yours anyway but, but uh, like club level but be it not having be it the social banter uh, the camar- camaraderie of teammates um obviously having physical access to a real gym has it been testing at times
1: yeah it's been uh, very difficult actually because before we went into lockdown I um I bought lot of gym equipment because i didn't have any at home well hardly any because i always had access to the gym and i could just go like anytime i wanted to so i bought a lot of stuff and then as lockdown went on it was just becoming more and more difficult to you know keep up with my ideas because normally i've got a coach to give me ideas and tell me what to do but when you take it upon yourself it's even more difficult so like you said The social aspect, I think, is a a lot more important than you'd originally think because I've been doing, I was doing my workouts Said well and I was getting on really well. But then as I did it every week, I just became less and less motivated. So we came up with this idea that like three times a week we would FaceTime people and do workouts together because I said once you've got someone telling you what to do, you're more motivated. And when you're with them, you can't get away with cheating yourself.
0: Do you think that's the difference between, say, somebody in your position as obviously uh, an academy athlete versus maybe somebody in the general populace that that they're more inclined, and obviously this is me saying this, not you, uh, so I could take the backlash, that... The general populace, will maybe gravitate more to the excuse to, "Oh, I haven't got the time. I haven't got the resources, etc., etc., etc." Obviously, that would be held against you if you were to do that.
1: Yeah. So you mean like the social aspect of being on your own would be giving you excuses,
0: giving it, using that as an excuse to, "Oh, I'll do one less rep here. I'll do one less set here."
1: Yeah I think so because even though I'm an academy athlete everyone cheats sometimes and everyone can have their lazy days but I think um, being in lockdown is definitely going to improve everyone's um, motivation I think because when we go back we'll know that we don't want to be in this situation again so we'll be working harder to um, keep it up, basically.
0: And, and be, obviously, with you being in Wales, Anna, is it difficult seeing, uh, obviously, your contemporaries in England being having uh, say access to gyms as of, of Saturday, gone, uh, as we're recording? Uh, obviously, I think Scotland is this week. Has it been difficult to say, just to kind of see, well, how things are progressing in different countries, and 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 yours being probably more cautious? And...
1: Yeah, I think um, I think we're all a bit jealous at the minute, but um, yeah, it's quite difficult actually because being within the community and like obviously we're all in Wales, all of our team, but when you're training every week and going all over the place for matches you kind of forget that it's a different country and that you're on different times and rules and, you know. So, yeah, it's been um, difficult having to watch them be ahead of us. So, for example, seeing all of the um, English squads being able to go to the outside courts and just play basketball, that's been difficult because we all, we got it took away at the same time but they got given it back first so it's almost like how's that fair but um i went the other week for the first time i went to an outdoor court and it was just raining and really windy the whole time so it's almost like it wasn't a great first time back but at least it's a start and um hopefully i'll be able to get into gyms but yeah it's been tough trying to watch the uh, english get back to normal when behind
0: do you think uh, coming back to your initial point with the the, having a drain on your mental uh, aspect of it of 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 thinking of the virus do you think it's given you a greater perspective to not fixate on obviously england and wales having slight rules with, with your english teammates being able to do something that i know deep down you you massively are passionate about do you kind of have to put that to your back of the mind because it's like well if I think about this too much it's going to put me in a bad it's going to put me in a bad place
1: yeah I think um like yeah as I said before it's now that we've been in this situation for a while it's become easier and it's almost like my mental state has grown because you know when we were like five months ago I wouldn't have Gone a day without thinking about basketball. I mean, I probably still don't, but you know, I don't think about it as much. And it's almost like I've kind of enjoyed, as much as I've missed basketball, I've enjoyed learning like what life's like without it. And you've got so many more interests. And you can, like, I've never spent so much time with my family. <laughs> like, I've been stuck with them inside, and even though I'm sick of them, I've um, been able to have a few months off, and you know, I haven't been off for this long since I was eight and I started the sport so it's been um, it's been better to you know grow that mental state because we never know when we're going to find ourselves in this situation again so you need to have that um, capacity to put it to the back of your mind and focus on something else.
0: Do you think it's it's a it's a lesson learned for you more specifically then that it's given you the the, the, the state to be more reflective and to look at the bigger picture, and, and to be not so engrossed as some people can be in terms of like you fo- so focused on your craft, you lose sight of what what's not not what's important, but what what is. If you take that step back, you have you look at the the whole picture, not just a portion of it.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent definitely I've been you know it's been easier to think about the big picture and what the future looks like, but um I think especially looking at the outer picture like I said like learning what life's like without the sport i've been now that even that because I'm still in school I've still had to do the work so I think now when I've been off with basketball and now I'm at home I've uh, finished school and I found the work a lot easier when I wasn't focused on something else I mean even though I had a good balance before it's been sort of even better and it's like taught me that I can like balance it more so when I go back I'll um, be able to be f- be more focused on basketball but also on the big picture instead of one, of what, one or the other
0: Do you think in the past you've tried to um it's not micromanage is the word i'm looking for you're trying to multitask too hard and then you 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 can't seem to put your total focus on one at a specific time
1: um i think i've always had a good balance but you know this has helped and it's like I've never really, really been able to focus on one or the other. I've always had to do both. So now that I've done one, I know that I can do the other one and both at the same time. So I like look back on how I managed it before. And now when I go back, I can do the same, but better. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that set you up well for university then? Because that's obviously, i give you a little insight. That's more than likely we are going to have to do.
1: Oh, I hope so. <laughs> um Well, there's, yeah.
0: there's been a bit of give and take because ultimately the university wants you to succeed as well. Because yeah. depend, I'm not going to say where you want to go, but that's obviously a discussion that you, you're going to have with your family, uh the governing body, etc cetera, on, on where they'd like you to go uh, and things like that. But ultimately, it's, I'd say, it puts people like yourself in a good position that. You're probably well ahead, well, well ahead of your peers. If I use myself or Mike, who is above our coach back in when we were your age, you probably it's probably a blessing in disguise because ultimately you have to grow up a little bit quicker. Even still, yeah. Uh with with very much the obviously, I'm not gonna put words into his mouth, but I don't think you will mind. In terms of Obviously, sport makes you grow up quicker because you have to, because you have to make decisions, um, uh, rightly or wrongly. But I think the lockdown for you and obviously your uh, contemporaries, uh, peers, you've got to be resourceful again to be able to make the right decisions. Obviously, uh, going forward, to obviously put you in a in the, in a uh, in a better position, should I say? In the near future, and obviously the long term future
1: yeah, I hope it has set me off because um, it's been hard, and uh, i don't even I don't even know what I want to do yet, so I think no, knowing that you know we're all capable of managing this, and it's almost like I feel like I just started high school and now I'm finished, like I've just got one year left, and even though it's a shame that I didn't get to do the exams. It's almost like I get a second chance to do better. So I hope it's worked.
0: (laughs) Well, as you know, you do the work, you you reap the rewards. And and I think everybody that does sport and then listens to this episode, they know that because if you do the work, you generally get the reward. Uh, If you don't do the work, probably luck if you get the result because... you're very very lucky but ultimately uh depends in terms of the exams because are you quite academic though
1: yeah well not to brag but i hope so
0: (laughs) whereas i was probably more theoretical i could do things in practicals but exams i didn't like them but obviously that's that's something people don't know about me but um, anything that was coursework related, I'll probably do very, very well. Cause that's, that's not difficult. And then, and, and I used probably sport once I went to university. That's why I went very much into psychology because it's the most useful of the, for me in sports science, because it's, it's, it goes hand in hand. You learn what you learn in a classroom and you see if it works in the real world in the sport, and if it doesn't work now I'm going to bin that theory because it's not it's not useful enough and then obviously everything that you learn in 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 the sport you take back into the classroom and I think it gives you and obviously i'm not going to make you decide to do that degree because ultimately I don't want to do that, but I think with it it enables you to probably learn both ways it's it's very much goes hand in hand whereas i think with everything else it's useful but not really practical
1: yeah i think it's um sport has definitely helped with school and school's definitely helped with sport i think even though they're two opposites they go really well together and um i love i love it i love um I love school. Like it makes me sound like a geek, but I do. And I like I'm not a very creative person. I don't like the writing, but I like the science and the maths. But um I think that works well into sport, you know, with the stats and everything and the tactics. Cuz um you know, it's more it's more science sciencey, especially with um with the outer aspects of sport, like um, one of my options that I took was uh, food and nutrition. So helping, you know, plan the diets and that is going to help in the future with the sport. So I think everything that I chose to do in school was based around sport and everything that I chose to do in sport was based around, you know, education. So I think if I hadn't have done sport, i will, my my school life would be completely different
0: so your school, and I will name them because I know what it is richard Gwynn. so yeah. they're not they're not like most high schools then in terms of they didn't have you baking cakes then
1: no well we we did cook a lot, but not anymore really because of this whole clean thing but um yeah it's uh it's a good school, and um they're really supportive of the sport. So I can't complain about them.
0: But in terms of where you see yourself going, Anna, and I know this is going to be a very difficult question because ultimately you can't have complete control on this question. Where would you like to see your career go?
1: Um, definitely international. <laughs> and, um, I want to be in if not Tokyo, definitely Paris, and definitely LA, and hopefully further on after that. Um, you know, I get asked this question all the time, and it's always just simple answer. It's like, GB, want to play for GB? And um, that's, that's all I want. I want, obviously, I want to have something after that, in terms of, like, academic-wise, but... I have no idea what that will be yet, so I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the GB thing, and then you know that'll be my career.
0: What about the Commonwealth?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. That'll be like within the international. Um, hopefully, the three on three thing will um, catch on, <laughs> and um, hopefully that will go ahead. Because, um, you know, not only would I like to, you know, go international with GB, I'd love to be able to wear a Welsh vest internationally. Because it's not often that you get to see Wales, you know, on the on the TV, the Commonwealth. Especially for a sport like wheelchair basketball.
0: You can go further than that, Anna, because obviously, uh, well, Mike's older than me. I'm older than you. <laughs> I never thought I'd see, uh, go, go near, uh, come, well not go near, never come near a Welsh tracksuit ever again, obviously since I left swimming and then probably with Mike, uh, he probably never saw himself ever wear Welsh tracksuit and um, to give some context to the listeners listening to this one, if we go back to my early career when that was a possibility, and you would have been very young in 2006, uh, it was actually harder to make the Commonwealth team than it was to make uh, Paralympics. So that that kind of puts it in perspective. As uh, I would not say it's more difficult for for a disabled athlete than an able because not that that's a little bit too harsh to people within the, the home countries. But be it from maybe a, a standpoint of a little bit of um, disparity between the two, I think it's slightly more difficult because yeah. normally some of them might happen to be world record holders or things like that.
1: Yeah. I think um, it's it's hard enough to like, you know, spot a disability sport. Like, you know, like Welsh basketball just started streaming the women's games on BBC. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like amazing in itself and it's a shame that it's only happening now hopefully it would have happened in the past but you know I think it's even better for the Welsh thing to happen because like you say it's it's um Wales you know coming forward instead of GB because even though GB is amazing you know I'd love to wear a Welsh top
0: I think it gives you a different perspective as an athlete and be that if you're Scottish, English, uh, Northern Irish, Canadian, Australian, Kiwi. I think it, it gives, it gives that, that opportunity obviously to home countries to be able to wear a track suit that they wouldn't normally do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where, where do you see yourself it's a difficult question because obviously we don't know. This is an uncertainty aspect of of the sport. But how how do you think your sporting career is going to be kind of changed from from that basis by obviously uh, the restrictions that we've got in the UK? How, how do you think it's going to basketball is going to change from your perspective? Um, what it was a couple of months ago.
1: That's like, it's hard to say, not knowing what's going to happen, but I'd like to think it will go back to normal <laughs> because that's what I'd love it to do. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, especially team sport, after all, this is going to be difficult. They're probably going to be the last to go back. But it's going to be even more difficult with basketball because you're constantly... Con- like in contact with people you know you can't play a socially distanced game of basketball so I don't, I honestly have no clue what's going to change but I hope that you know in a year's time everything will be um back to normal
0: That's the difficulty of it of, of the team sport because I think I saw um the bulls over Northern Ireland talk about themselves going back to, to training and thinking, and I shared that with Mike, uh, so we could have a look. I was thinking, well, no ball for two weeks. So in a sense, that's just pre-season training then. Uh, and then speaking to other athletes that I've got f- fortunate to know how other sports have been impacted, like rugby, they might not even play a season. So, and they're being, being t- t- told to prepare that you might train. But you might not play, which is when I actually sat down and actually thought about that. It's like, well, can I mentally train but not play? Obviously, I pose that to you. Could, if that situation was to arise, would it be a difficult one to have to, have to overcome mentally?
1: Um, I I'm not sure because obviously I didn't. I've only played one and a bit seasons. So before that, I was just doing the it was almost like preseason, but all the time, because apart from junior league, and I, I wouldn't play like competitively. So I think for me, if I was told that we could go back tomorrow, but you can't play for a year, I'd do it straight away,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because even though I'd, I'd love playing, I miss the play. Training basketball for me is like playing. As long as I'm with the team and like North Wales Knights, that would be great to go back. But even if I couldn't go back to GB training, I'd love to just be able to get in the hall, have a scrimmage, if not just do some drills. Like I just I miss it so much. But training for me is like playing. So if I was told I could train tomorrow, I'd do it straight away.
0: My penultimate question to you, Anna, then, is if you had to sit down with any athlete, dead or alive, who would that be and why? Um,
1: oh, my God. That's a tough one. Does it have to be a wheelchair basketball athlete? No, or any, any athlete that
0: you want. <sighs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> and yeah. why?
1: Oh, just because, well, for a start, I just love to meet him. But he's, he's won so many championships. <laughs> and I just love to, like... He plays basketball, obviously not wheelchair basketball, but he's still basketball. And I'd love to meet him and just have a chat about sport and basketball and what his career was like and, you know, see, see what his advice would be. I think that would be amazing.
0: And my final question to you before we wrap up the episode is if you had to summarise what we've been speaking about today into one sentence for people to take away, what would that be?
1: Wow. Um, Wow, we talked about a lot. Um, I would say... Just enjoy what you have, because now that we've... We haven't got basketball at the minute, but we're still cracking on and enjoying the home workouts. But when we're back at basketball, we're going to enjoy it even more. So no matter what you have, just enjoy what you've got while you've
0: got it. So once again, Anna, thanks again for coming on the Mindset Athlete podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, the pleasure of being all mine if you like this episode please do share it with your friends and do let anna and i know what you thought of the episode by tagging us over on instagram at at anastasia underscore 8904 so i'll spell that out that's a n a s t a s -S i a underscore the number eight the number nine the number zero and the number four and as always you can check me out at James o. Roberts 11 So I'll spell that out again as usual. That's J-A-M-E-S, the letter O, R-O-B-E-R-T-S, and number 11. And again, this you can do the same on Twitter and Facebook. And if you had any additional questions, don't hesitate to shoot them over as well. And finally, don't forget to check Anna out on her social medias, that's Anastasia underscore 8904. And on Twitter, you can find her at 8904 Anastasia. But don't forget to check out my free content as well at fitamputee.co.uk and click on the tab resources. But not forgetting I've also started a new Facebook group Not so new anymore, especially for the podcast, which you can find by typing in the mindset athlete over on Facebook. And last but not least, and not forgetting, I've also rebranded my other Facebook group to AIM 24 seven fat burning support group. So come and check out the AIM tribe. The links will be in the description. You can find all the show notes at mindsetgame.lipson.com under the category. in general so once again thanks for listening and i'll catch you next week for another episode of the mindset athlete podcast